listening to Bad Man, Demon Rockers, and you're listening to Misrepresent on Cool London, the number one station. Yeah, locking. Good evening, Cool London. Misrepresent, shouts out to Boomer for the last two hours. So as usual, I'm going to kick this up with my top ten, but I'm covering for Hoodlum tonight. Ooh, ooh. That on the 29th, it's collecting TV, it's Shiver. December. Cause of concern, Kaija. Shout out to the Don, Clockwork, Big Trev, and East. Rocky's birth. in a couple of days on the 4th an AFT that's by Chemical Carousel Presents chat's called Primrose this is number 3 for me for my top 10 
the 12th of December Hoof Beats music. It's cute, oh, hyper. In at number four for me. for me. This is by Damage Man, it wasn't me. A man like Squizzell coming for a reload. I can't, I can't, this is my top 10. We'll do some reloads in a minute. But this is out on my label and it's out now. And if you like the sounds of Damage Man playing right now, I'm Mishup Present covering for Hoodlum. We have got a guest mix coming up from Damage Man later on, so stay tuned. Andy H just joined us. It's Andy S. I need glasses terribly. 26 years of cool. for me this week.
in at number eight. Out on the first, furnace. Here we go again. We've got an interview with Buster MC coming up and he's got some massive residences with players, hospitality, the wicked MC. This is called Jungle Time. That concludes my top 10. Let's go into some more brand new music in a minute.
This track came out yesterday on Evil Intent Recordings. It's by UFO, YGMFU. the base. It's out on the 4th in a few days. It's on AFT recordings. I want to check that label out, it is sick. as well back in the chat room got be locked out for a bit shouts out to boomer i know you're locked baseline on this is sick calyx and tb immortal this is out on the 22nd
Everyone's Eat Brain on Eat Brain. I cover the clamps. know this one coming in if you don't slap yourself this landed on my inbox today from Ram and these have been remastered. There is like 30 odd tracks of remastered classics. Oh, it's like, wow! This is one of my favourites. The Valley of the Shadows as well. And all the Ram chasing status bits. Freshster. Coming out is a Ram Part 2 Remastered Classics. this yet but uh, Veek has had a few releases two or three releases on my label now he's over in France he's a wicked producer usually does things with Cosmic as well they go under the name of Beast Mode Bon, bon, bon. 
22nd of December. Urban Durban Disaster. Stop. Concern recordings. Gaidra. And it's called Beatdown. And if you've just tuned in, I'm Misrepresent, covering for Hoodlum. This is Cool London. Open now. It's called Tweakers. It's featuring Rum Time. December, Camo and Crooked. Good times, bad times. Thank you. 
It's out now on Serial Killers. Just came out yesterday, I believe. The 
tonight so shouts out to everyone there EP out tomorrow. It's Jam Thieves Universe.
This one's out on the 8th of December. Come on, Crooked. If I could, it's out on Spectre Soul. music I could really do with like another two hours but we have got Mark Ecstasy this Desert Island Deadplate coming up in just a second and then we've got a Buster MC interview and then following that but for the last half an hour it's Damage Man on the guest mix I misrepresent I'm covering for Hoodlum this is called London familiar with my desert island play. this is where I ask a friend or an artist if they were stuck on an island what one tune could they listen to over and over and over again never get bored so mark xtc he's chosen his tune it's called jazz funk by Yaz Yazoko Wawa, LA Nights.
that's Mark's XGC. Does that island to play? No. the show. Just to remind you, if you want to catch me again, I'm on a Wednesday on rotation with Blacker MC. So the next show I'll be on is a Wednesday 13th of December and I'm on the 27th of December. It is interview time and this week I'm interviewing MC Buster and if you don't know about him you need to get to know he has got some huge residencies he is a wicked MC he can't only sing but he has got some lyrics and some flows and it's Cool London's 26th birthday this week so why not interview somebody who's been around for that time as well so Buster thanks for joining me how are you I'm really good, thank you. How are you, Miss Represent? Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm a bit tired, I'm a bit tired. But listen, thanks for your recent time. You know, you did the classic Feels mix. Thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was cool, man. Um, yeah, definitely feeling a lot of the shit is in that classic Feels mix. Oh, it was wicked. Well, um, yeah. If people don't know, we, um, well, I went onto your Facebook and I, you'd posted a post up asking people what everyone's kind of favourite feel good tunes were. And I was like, ah, oh, we should do a mix, we should do a mix, and you should MC on it. And we kind of did it, and it's been like really popular. So, if you... oh, yeah, people loving it. I think we had it trending on DMV. I know, I'm like, well chuffed. So, um, I thought I'd do some more probing, find out about you. So, how's 2017 been for you so far? Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah, the start of this year, um, myself and the guy DJ, and the guy DJs for me, Escape. We started up a little brand called We Love the DB. Uh, we managed to take over for our little launch. We took over room two at Players Birmingham. Wicked, so, that, that that's big. Massive, yeah, that was a massive, massive start to the year. Like, completely sold there. And it was really good for our brand to kind of get, mm. get off on its, onto its feet. Wicked. Uh, and then, yeah, just, um, you know, steady stream of gigs each week. I think we had uh, one of the highlights was probably 25 years of RAM in Birmingham. That was amazing. You know, hospitality, Dunbar and Concept, Panic V, Melheads. Yeah, so things have uh, progressed each year, so I really can't complain. Yeah, definitely. You've got some big residences, and we'll talk about that later on in the interview. But I want to go back to you growing up. And can you just tell us about what music you're into and how you got into drum and bass? And can you actually well, remember your first race? Yes, yeah, so this is a bit mad. So I remember when I was bit, about six or seven years old, uh, my neighbour's dad would always be playing tapes and things like back in the day. And I was very. Like, you know, me and my mates would all be dancing around like nutters and like much to their enjoyment. Uh, and then it wasn't until actually about 2001 where I started getting into the music. And I just had that familiarity of like, the old jungle breaks and things. And it just brought back like a massive nostalgia. So I was basically hooked from, from the word go basically in 2001. Um, but yeah, I think my first rave was in October 2003, which was flashback at the Inter- Institute in Birmingham. Um, yeah, that was like it. So you were an 80s, uh, 80s kid. Did you grow yes. up and yeah, me too, me too. And like, I remember the 80s, they were wicked. <laughs> uh, well, I was born in 87, so I don't remember that much. Ah, I was 81. So when did it turn from a hobby to professional for you? All oh, right, okay, so, um, 
Yeah, for years I was burning the candle at both ends, like juggling full-time job, and then as the gigs were progressing, I was emceeing out every weekend. Uh, and it got to the point early last year when, like, you know, payments started coming in nicely for the bookings and things. So I kind of made the, the decision. So I thought, you know, what, I'm going to make, I'm going to save up as much much dough as possible whilst I'm working, and I'm just going to take some a lot of time off and just concentrate on emceeing. Um, but I still treat it like a full-time job. So you know, I wake up early and I set up like an office and I'll be writing loads of lyrics, practicing, recording bits, and then obviously the, the promotional things. And just, uh, yeah, self-promotion on media, social media. But don't get me wrong, I still, because I've got a building trade background, so I still will take on the occasional job to top up my industry, because obviously I'm still fairly at the beginning of things, so, you know, being a full-time musician lacks the consistency for the jobs. Mm. Um, and also, I, I, know, I don't charge the earth, so I'm a, I'm a firm believer of charging fair prices for sets. No, I hear that. I take advantage of anyone, like, you know? No, definitely. Like, I, I know you will, like, be doing it full-time completely and, like, making some dollar off it, because you're talented so you know no but also like having the backup as well like a a lot of people that i talk to they always think music is like a sole income like a lot of people's you know painting and decorating jobs in the background and top up things and you know it's like the monday to friday thing because a lot of the gigs that we do is is weekends and it's that's it yeah we're quite lucky in Birmingham where we've got a few midweek things and the things on every Tuesday mm. and the occasional Thursday. Mm. Talking about like the consistency as well, it's like I think people realise that you're not actually working every Friday and Saturday night unless you are literally like Andy C. It, it is sporadic. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I've been quite lucky. I think last weekend was the first weekend I've had off in about three months. So, you know, I've been working most Fridays and Saturdays up to then. It is nice. <laughs> so having a Saturday night in and putting your feet up. Like, oh, I was in bed yeah. at nine o'clock. Um, <laughs> it was funny actually because I woke up to about 15 text messages off a promoter doing uh, hospitality Birmingham. Was oh, bro, I need to come down and then see. And I was oh. just like, wow. I was, in, I was in bed at nine o'clock. So, you're uh, in demand. Yeah. You are in demand. And you're one of the few MCs I know that you have a home studio set up. So, big up everybody who has a home studio set up. So, to up and coming musicians who want to MC. Can you expand on why it's useful to have a home studio? Oh, definitely. I mean, having my own setup was probably the biggest move that I made. Um, purely on the basis that before I was waiting on everyone else, so I'd be kind of like, I'd have to book studio time or I'd have to arrange a certain thing. And with MCing, I think sometimes you kind of have to catch the vibe at the time. If you say, I'm going to go to X studio on Friday night, whatever, and then what, Friday night comes, you might have had a hard week. You can't get in the zone, but from you have your own setup to do at your own pace, at your own time, you're not waiting on anyone yeah, else. Yeah. And it's kind of like, as soon as you feel the vibe, yeah, yeah let's go. And, Definitely. And then, can, then some of my best recordings have, have just happened, like, straight spur of the moment, one off. You did that classic feels thing, I literally sent it to you, and then you had it straight back. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, that was a one-take wonder. I said to you, didn't I? I said, I'm going to do this mix for you, and then, like, literally, like, four hours later, I sent it, yeah, and you were like, what? That was quick. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you want a vibe you're right when you want a vibe that's it home studio is better 100% I would recommend it to everyone you know, and you don't nowadays you don't need a lot of money especially as an MC all you need you know uh, I've got my mic my sound card my book yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just some monitors and you, you pretty much your body, you know what I mean? You don't need a massive amount of equipment. No, no. So tell us about your home studio setup. What mic are you using and what would be your dream mic? Okay, so the one I'm using at the moment is a, uh, well, I've, I've gone through a fair few different uh, condensers. I've got a condenser at the moment, a Rode NTK, which is like a valve uh, tubular uh, condenser. Are they flat either side, like at the top? No, no, so they... it's like a tube. 
Imagine like a can of, say, a can of red stripe. Oh, okay. It's probably like that, yeah. <laughs> like tubular. So it's, it's actually the same one that uh, MC Spider uses. Okay. So me and him done a bit of work together. Shouts uh, out to Spider. <laughs> yeah, oh, massive black tarantula big up every time. Yeah, yeah so me and him done a little work together and a bit of like, artist development and he kind of got me, he was the one that kind of got me onto recording at home and things and, you know, I haven't looked back since. Oh, that's, um, so, that's so, good. Yeah, it's, so yeah, as far as Dream Mike goes, this one's been the best sound in the one that oh, I've ever sweet. used. So I'll, I'll definitely stick with this one until it uh, falls apart. So talking about microphones, do you take a mic out with you when you're doing gigs? Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> no, this has got to be done. I mean, you wouldn't go out to DJ at a gig without headphones, would you? No. You, know I mean? you need your own equipment. So, yeah, current weapon of choice for me is the Shure 58A Beta, which is a kind of updated version on the kind of industry standard SM58. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, the clarity and cause it's a super card. I won't bore you with the details. How much are they, just out of curiosity? It costs much? So I've probably only paid about one third. That's not too bad. So it's not not really considering it's like it's your it's your own voice. You're not using some stinking club mic and things. Um, but yeah, this one's got awesome range, uh, clarity, and loudness, which. You know, as an MC in a rave situation, so many times you've been asked for sound engineers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. A lot of MCs prefer to use a, an EV mic. Yeah. Um, I've been through. I've had a couple of them in the past, which I still I still take a spare one out just in case. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the build quality on them is like nowhere in comparison as the short. And uh, yeah, so too much use. The end of yeah, you know what? You what is? It's true what you say. You know, DJs have to take their headphones, and you know, MCs have to take their mic. But I sometimes wish I'd actually learned how to be an MC because for 130 quid, like, and I've I've had to pay more, more like 10, 15 grand out, like, <laughs> as a DJ. Exactly, exactly <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you, especially when you start producing and your studio computer alone costs a grand. It's like, oh, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, it's a lot of money, and that's why I respect you because you've got your own studio at home because it's, it's a more professional approach and I, and I wish more MCs yeah, would do it yeah, no, definitely, definitely. There's a lot of guys out there that don't really understand. And from an outside's perspective, they don't realise the amount of work that goes in behind yeah. the scenes and things. I think it's just a case of, I've got finished work on a Friday, well, I'm going to go out to a club and you know, <laughs> throw a few lyrics on and that. But if that, that's not the kind of the case, really, if one's not no. taking it serious. Yeah, and scheduling yeah. time for interviews. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you like to do a bit of singing, and you are really oh, yeah. good. I was blown away when I heard you I'd never, Honestly, I'd never heard you singing before. <laughs> I was like, no, seriously. So, who would you most like to do a chat with and why? So, I really, especially at the moment, I'm really into the more musical stuff, like the liquid side. Yeah. Like Calibre, uh, LSB, Fred Bean Graphics, yeah. Hybrid Minds as well. Like, I'm into all that kind of proper musical stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love, love, I love the whole, the whole spectrum. Love jump up, love the energy, love jungle, love the, the nostalgia of like the old school sets and things. But, I don't know, at the moment, the proper musical stuff, you know, I'm really, really feeling that, you know, I find myself listening to that more often in, like, you know, on journeys and things, yeah. rather than just, like, the wah, 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 jump up kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, you know, I'd love to work with Calibre or LSB or that kind of calibre of artists, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, if something like B-Recordings hook up, like that, that kind of... Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, tell you what, I've done a set with... Brian G uh, recently. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I no, watch I on, you. On, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian G's I've done a few sets with him actually in these, uh, his, his selection. Is yeah, he is. He knows his music. He's, he's like inspiring. Yeah. Love him. So, talking about DJs, talking about MCs, who are your top three MCs? Okay, so. I like to go for MCs that actually like sound good. So like you know something that just sounds nice. So not 
not necessarily even content, but like, you know, I love like Ragga MCs, like Spider, Ragga Twins, they are always going to be up there for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just purely because they're kind of that reggae kind of vibe, like the singing, I just, yeah. just sounds, I just think it sounds awesome, so mm. they'll always be up there. I made a track with the Ragga Twins once, oh, awesome. and, um, and like they just literally, like one take, that was it, they just, it's so awesome, professional. Man. Yeah. So anytime I go to a Ragga Twins one, you'll always see me at the front, yeah. absolutely fanboying yeah. it. Yeah, I am. Oh yeah, and I, when, I, when I went to Germany and I was playing with them, I was literally looking, I was like, a, I was in awe, I was like, I'm playing in Germany with you, and it's like, wow, I love I those, love those guys, and they're so, like, humble and kind, and oh, like... Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. i tell you what, I've done a sound clash, and we was against the Ragged Twins, we was against, was against the Ragged Twins group, um, at one of the clubs in, in Birmingham, so I wasn't actually against the Ragged Twins myself, but I was against uh, part of their crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, How'd it go? Um, well, we won. Oh. We won our round anyway. We won our round. Um, <laughs> I, was I don't know whether that's a home crowd advantage, but uh, they come up after us as a oh, great crash. That was all, that was awesome. I like, really enjoyed that thing. So yeah, the most humblest guys you'll ever meet. But um, yeah, as far as favourite MCs goes, well, I definitely have to say Dynamite. Yeah. Um, he is. He's amazing. Yeah. He, he just he knows exactly when to say the right stuff, when to kind of let the music do the talking. Uh, definitely, definitely on the top for it as well. Yeah, you've got good taste. You've got good taste. And you also know your drum and bass. You know your MCs. You know your music. What is your all-time favourite track that gets you moving on a Monday morning? Now, this this track actually featured on our mix. 100% without a doubt, Together by Logistics. Ah, I love that 100%. track. Absolute Percy, that is, yeah. I'm going to play it now, and then I'm going to come back to the interview. So we'll play Together by Logistics. Let's do it. This track just gives me tingles when I play it. It's amazing. Oh, proper feelings, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Proper classic feel. Yeah. <laughs>
2011 UMC at the Random Concert Band in a, in a chalet that you gave Carl. <laughs> and the res- so, yeah, the response you got was like pretty outstanding, wasn't it? Tell us about it. So okay, um, obviously I've been into like in house parties and things like since like well since I was a child, basically. And uh, so yeah, it comes to one point where we kind of gate crashed this shadow. I think we were one of the big teachers or whatever. And, uh, the, uh, I just jumped on the mic and I got just this amazing response. Now, I'd only ever received it from the like, friends and probably family before. Never took it serious whatsoever. This is the, end of the first time MC in front of a crowd of unknown people. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously people that know the music. So the response was just amazing. I was like, oh, bloody hell, like, you know, do you do this? And I was like, no, I've never. I was like, have you got a mix that you, that you can uh, give us up? And I was like, no, I've never, <laughs> uh, I've never actually made a, a proper mix. We've got recorded tapes and things back in the day, but never an official mix to actually that I'd be happy handing out. Yeah, yeah. I said, no, you need to do it, you need to do it. So I think after that, we uh, linked to one of my pals and I said, right, let's do it. So yeah, just a straight line into his laptop on Audacity, made a little mix and then that's what's like. Oh, that's back. wicked. So tell us about the radio stations you've graced because it kind of progressed onto radio, didn't it? Yes. So I think started pushing it around 2012. That's when I thought, you know what, I'm actually going to start trying to take this seriously and not just be like one of these house party MCs. I got approached by um, one of my work colleagues at the time that used to uh, run a reggae internet station in Birmingham called catchthis.com. All the reggae heads will know it in Birmingham. Massive, massive, great um, studio, which was pirate, but also done, uh, you know, internet radio. Yeah, yeah. So I started on there, which was a bit mad. <laughs> we turned up to the kind of studio and my mate had his, uh, I think he still, had, he still had some records as well then, so we turned up with a box of records and that. And, started playing and thought because we was a bit wary at first I was like okay we're the first kind of non-reggae people at this station and uh, yeah about a couple of tunes about some lyrics and we turned around and all, everyone from the station just jamming out so I was like yeah okay that's good um, yeah from there we moved on went to globaldb.com a big abduction order from there and then uh, yeah Birmingham based pirate station distinct FM BSR Birmingham and then but obviously I've done a lot of the big ones as well, the Rough Tempo, um, Origin UK and Cool London as well. So. Oh, wicked. It's uh, all over, really. Yeah, wicked. So, let's talk about your first gig and were you nervous? Okay, so, yeah, first gig was in uh, 2012, yeah, when I started to push it. It was actually by... I got approached by uh, DJ Escape, who wasn't actually friends there, and he said, oh, I've heard that you uh, started to take it seriously, do you want to come and play a free party? Um, yeah, so, come and done that, so actually, it's quite busy as well. Yeah, Yeah, big um, shouts to Escape, anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, 100%, man, Courtney's my boy. You're in Birmingham, aren't you? So, I mean, if you could just tell us about some nights that you'd recommend and what your favourite club is. Yeah, so without a doubt for me, best club by country mile in Birmingham is the Rainbow. Massive venue. Such a versatile space as well, and I'll probably play there the most out of any. Um, recently, they've just acquired a massive warehouse as well, kind of over the road, called uh, Crane. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, so this is, I played here for 25 years of RAM, and this venue, seriously, has got to be up with the best the UK's got to offer. Can't recommend this place highly enough. Oh, um, wicked. Yeah, I'll be playing their New Year's Eve lineup on for New Year's Eve. New so, Year's yeah, But you've got players, RAM, hospitality, Raveology, payback residences. I mean, you have got some big residences that some MCs would only dream of having. And it's quite a list and it's very admirable. So what artists do you look up to and who would you like to most MC for? Well, looking up to artists, um, first and foremost, I, I admire all artists in our scene that sacrifice their weekends because we entertain entertaining ravers. Uh, from an outside perspective, yeah, yeah. like I was earlier, it's all fun and games. 
people don't realise behind the scenes how much graft goes in, countless motorway miles and the stress it puts on your bodies from pulling all mad all nighters and you know, all, the, <laughs> all for the love of music. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been very lucky. Um, I've been able to meet MC, three, three of my favourite DJs, uh, Andy C, Randall a few times, Hazard Abuser. Um, but without a doubt, I'd love to host Calibre Set. Yeah. Like, that is kind of definitely a mark on the bottom. He's like a rare gem, isn't he? He's a rare breed of person and like, yeah. See, uh, he doesn't play that many sets of them. I think he just picks and chooses, which is not fair play to. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but you've done some productions anyway, haven't you? So uh, tell us about PA and then Purple Demons. Okay, yeah, so this was kind of the first uh, track that I kind of uh, really featured on, really. So, um, that's quite a lot. I'm sure you know PA. had some actually anthems out over the years. Yeah, yeah. I used to live across the road from him. Oh, I didn't right. even know. I, was, uh, I linked up with him on, on a show, on a station called Sipsy in Birmingham, and then he said, like, oh, bro, do you want to jump on some, uh, some tunes? I was like, okay, let's do it. This was before I had myself, so went round to his studio recording. Oh, sweet. And um, you recently worked with Jinx on the track as well, didn't you? Called All of Nothing? Yes. So, uh, yeah, Jinx based in Birmingham as well. And you played internationally a fair bit as well. I mean, where's your favourite place to go and where would you most like to go? What stands out for me is when I played uh, Geneva probably a few years back, and I'd definitely love to return there. The hospitality was just second to none, um, better than anywhere I'd been in the UK. And it was just kind of like, from that point, I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, they are um, wicked abroad. People abroad are so yeah, good. They just, they just value the artist so much more, I think. Um, I was saying that actually, I did. I played in Wolverhampton recently and I was very, very impressed by the hospitality there. We had our little dressing room and had our riders set out. Just everything was just kind of set, payment up front. Just, everything was just kind of like nice. Oh, that's what you would, would expect it. That's what you and, want. Uh, that's what you want, promoters. We, we need you to be like bang on it. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Everything was just kind of like spot on. Sometimes you go to some dingy places. And, you go abroad though and you've got like fruit bowls and like oh, yeah, unlimited I mean, alcohol. And like when you come yeah. over here, you're like get a drink <laughs> that's it like we had a we had a massive buffet with all the staff of the club first and like you know there was kind of just it was it was just great when i played over in uh, that was in, in geneva so i definitely want to go back to there i definitely love to have progressed enough to go on tour around like north america and canada but uh yeah i'm not too sure if they really understand our kind of mc or host culture yeah. so yeah i don't know we'll see maybe. <laughs> right so is it festivals or clubs right okay so Love festivals, daytime drinking, getting messy outside in the sunshine, so appealing. But as nowadays I'm finding, finding I keep getting more and more professional, so I think I'd have to say clubs. Well, especially because they're open all year round, so. They're a bit yeah, warmer. A bit warmer in the winter as well. Canada's trainers ruined as well. Yeah, yeah. Muddy fields. Get those med guards. Were you at Summer Gathering this year? Yeah. That was like muddy. <laughs> Crazy sleeping round. <laughs> right, so tea or coffee? Oh, coffee for sure. Milk, no sugar, please. Okay, I'll have to remember that one. And if I see you at the bar, what are you drinking? Uh, oh, if it's after my set, uh, make mine a double brandy and coke. I think that's pretty standard drummer based drink, isn't it? I love brandy. I love brandy. <laughs> and if I gave you 10 grand, what would you do with it? Well, I'm quite sensible nowadays, so I think I'd probably just invest it straight in maybe a new iMac, new monitors, definitely some new headphones on the last legs at the moment. Maybe a nice holiday, who knows? Nice, nice. So what do you think of the jungledrummerbase.co.uk website? Oh, it's awesome. 
Good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's dedicated. It's, it's fully dedicated to our scene. So it's like up to date info, the events, the promo mixes, and what I like is the individual kind of news for each subgenre. Like, have a nice touch. Yeah, that was difficult because it's like. Where do you put rollers? It's like we're yeah. breaking stuff down and we've still like got a couple more to do, but we're getting there, we're getting there. So what's up next for you in 2017 and beyond? Yeah, well, just same as really. Busy, busy for the remainder of the year. Um, Touch on earlier, finish off the crane for uh, the newest DMV night. It's called Interstellar. Absolutely amazing one up there. I think Hazard, that's about hype, SSAS. Uh, friction um, oh, ah that sounds wicked yeah it's going to be a oh, thank you I hope you have a good one and all the best for 2018 and beyond like you deserve it oh, Philly. You, you deserve it Philly. and thanks for your time so just lastly any shouts and thanks oh yeah definitely uh, shouts out to Courtney DJ Escape obviously he's helped me a lot over the past couple of years I've having all the links in the scene but also massive shouts to my is Jess so she puts up with me leaving and returning all hours big up Jess <laughs> thanks Jess putting up with me shouting lyrics into her face all day <laughs> and uh, you know just believing in me and sharing my vision and end all um, also respect out to every single promoter that's booked me continues to book me for their shows and anyone that like feels my style or enjoys what I do it's massively humbling and you know what I'm ever grateful so big love out to everyone oh big love thank so, you so much and I shall see you Tuesday in Birmingham Wicked. <laughs> I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward awesome. to meeting you. And thank you. And I shall speak to you again soon. And if you want to know where you can catch Buster, these are his social network links. Go on, Buster, give them. Yeah, so everything is MC Buster DMB, all one word. So soundcloud.com forward slash MC Buster DMB, Facebook.com forward slash MC Buster DMB, Instagram is at MC Buster DMB. So yeah, everything the same, everything the same. So big up all the listeners as well. Thank you for listening to me, uh, Waffle on. Thank you, thank you. And uh... big up Miss Rep. Doing an amazing job for the scene. Oh, thank you. appreciate Thank you, darling. And I'll catch up with you soon. And that's MC Buster with me, Miss Present, and you're listening to Cool London. Yeah, this is Clint Badman, Demon Rockers, and you're listening to Miss Represent on Cool London, the number one station. Yeah, lucky. time now. I'm covering for Hoodlum. Misrepresent. Shouts out to everyone locked on. And it is about that time now for the guest mix. We have the weaponry, yes we have the ammo Undercover that Al-Qaeda may creep up in camel boy We have the weaponry, yes we have the ammo Come inside the place, you know we like it ramo Damage with the sound to go kablamo through your jammo Undercover that Al-Qaeda may creep up in camel boy So this guest mix is by Damage Man. 
We just had a release that on my label, Slice Night Recordings. Go check it out. And he'll be taking us through for the next 30 minutes.
Yeah. 
to explain I know it's complicated But I still have this feeling More serious than
I'm Mish Represent, I'm covering for Hoodlum. This week Cool was 26 years old. I'm doing a little covering for Hoodlum and this is Damage Man on the guest mix.
that was Damage Man on a guest mix. I'm Mish Represent. I've been covering for Hoodlum for the last two hours. And we've got time for just one more. This is Cutlow on the Memento EP. It'll be out on the 12th of December. It's called Wasp's Nest. Up next. Do you know what the difference is between a bee and a wasp? We've got DJ D-Roy on at 11 o'clock. One difference is wasps use different materials to build their nests. Shouts out uh, to Damage Man for that guest mix though. A lot of those tracks was tracks that he produced. A couple of tracks on there as well was out on my label. Shouts out to Robbie Subs as well. Also shouts to Casper, Badgers, Wayne Marie. Eastman and Tenors. Also, big love out to everyone who's going out to Brocky's Bash tonight. Sorry, I can't make it. But if you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, I'm back on call at 7 o'clock on the 13th of December. And again on the 27th of December for the Nightmare After Christmas. It will be the Nightmare After Christmas because that's when we've got to sort everything out and tidy the house. I love the run up to Christmas, it's beautiful. The lights, the food, the aftermath. It's a bit like this drop.
that's us out, okay? It's cold outside. Make sure you keep warm. If you're out, please don't get too smashed. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Big up Hoobland, who I've been covering for. I've been Misrepresent, and I will see you soon. I'm out. Night-night.